What's going on, guys? Welcome in to episode number 103 of Deep Dish. Thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, today's topic, it's got me hot, guys. It's a hot topic, like a deep dish pizza, I guess. <laughs> Sorry, that was a terrible joke. But anyways, guys, um, I want to talk today a little bit about this idea of being a perfectionist and why I think that is absolute BS. And I think it's really not much more than just insecurity labeled as something that is supposed to be positive. But as soon as you think about it for four seconds, it's really a horrible trait to have. So uh, just to give you guys a little bit of context, I was having a conversation with one of my agents. His name is JC. Uh, and JC was telling me all about his marketing plan and how he wants to make videos and he wants to have a podcast. Basically, he said, Tony, I want to have what you have is what he said. What you've built, I want to build that. I want to build that. I feel like I can build that. I'm confident in myself that I can build that. And so he was telling me that there is a, a marketing person that we have in our office that uh, he was excited because he's like, oh, Alex is going to help me to be able to get there because, and this is what he said. He said, because in my life, I'm a perfectionist. He said, I like to be professional. I like things to look good. I want to just put my best foot forward and just look really good. And I feel like now I can finally do it. And the interesting thing is that JC told me about his marketing plan like a year ago. And I gave him all the requisite tools. I told him what he had to do. I tried to motivate him. I tried to give him inspiration. And he didn't do it. And so because I had that context, I stopped him. In the middle of his rant about his plan, I stopped him. And I said, JC, you are not a perfectionist. That's, that's, that's not the issue here. The problem is that you're insecure. You have insecurity issues around marketing, sales, content, business. I don't know what it is, but you have insecurities that you have to figure out in order to get this done. And my job as your broker is to help you do that. And he kind of stopped for a second. I, I could see that his face kind of changed a little bit because obviously nobody likes to be told that they're insecure because that's like private stuff. You know, nobody's supposed to know that we as human beings have insecurities. That's like, that's unacceptable, right? And so he was kind of like, oh shoot. And then there was kind of uh, a quiet, a quiet moment. And then he said, you know what? You're right. I am insecure. And we started talking about it. And I said, you know what? I don't blame you for being insecure. I mean, being in front of a camera is tough. Recording a podcast, putting it out there in the world, it's tough. Some people are going to like it. Some people are going to hate it. You know, in my case, my podcast, I've done a ton of podcasts. At first, I had an intro song and some people liked it. Some people didn't. And then it was longer and then it was shorter. And then I changed my photo and then people didn't like it because the colors were weird. And then I had a pink one for a little bit and they said, no, you shouldn't have pink. And then I had blue and I changed it to red. And then I didn't have one at all. And then it was just my face. And they said, no, it can't just be your face because, you know, it, it has to have like the wording has to be like a title photo, on and on and on. I could be here for 37 minutes talking about all of the advice I have gotten on my content. And so what I was saying is, JC, listen, I understand. Trust me, I've been there. I've been making content for 10 years. I understand the insecurity issues. But what I'm telling you is, step one is you have to identify the insecurity and not try to explain it away by saying, oh, it's because I'm a perfectionist, because that's not true. That's not true. You're just insecure. So you have to understand that so that you can then tackle it. Then you have to understand that 
quality of content is entirely and completely subjective on the person that is watching it or listening to it. Some people love my show. Some people hate my show. Some people like my communication style. Some people don't like my communication style. And that's okay. That's part of the game, right? And so I always give the example of the most expensive movie ever made. If I were to ask you, what movie do you think is the most expensive movie ever made? I've gotten some answers. Some people say, oh, it's probably the Avengers, Avengers Endgame, Avengers Infinity War. Some people say Star Wars. Star Wars is a pretty common answer. It's just movies. Uh, I've had a couple people say Avatar. You know, movies that people think that are very, very expensive. But in reality, the most expensive movie in history is called The Pirates of the Caribbean. I think it's called On Stranger Tides or On Dark Tides. It's the last one. The last Pirates of the Caribbean movie is indeed the most expensive movie in history. It costs about half a billion dollars. Billion with a B, B as in burrito, billion dollars to make that movie. And so when I talk about this example, I always give a counter example, which is The Blair Witch Project. Many of you guys may have seen that movie. It's a movie from the 90s, I think, or early 2000s. Uh, and its marketing budget, not just marketing budget, sorry, its entire budget was $60,000. $60,000 for the entire movie. If we're talking about you know Disney, Disney probably spends $60,000 on toilet paper for every movie. Like that, that is nothing. They spend that much on water bottles or goldfish or something, something stupid, right? But the interesting thing is that there's this website that's called Rotten Tomatoes. And if you go on Rotten Tomatoes and you look up this movie, this Pirates of the Caribbean movie, the most expensive movie in the history of the planet, it's got a 33%. 33% is pathetic. It is the lowest rated among all of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. And actually, it's actually quite terrible. I've seen it. Um, so it has a 33%. Now, if you look up the Blair Witch Project, I think it's in like the high 70s, low 80%. It was a smash hit. It's a movie that a lot of people love. Even till today, I watch it. It's a great movie. But it had one of the lowest budgets in history. It was kind of like an indie film almost. And so how is it? that the most expensive movie in the world has these horrible reviews and they botched it completely. And this movie that has the equivalent budget of graham crackers for Disney is an all-time favorite. It goes back to this very same thing, that quality is subjective. Quality is subjective. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter your equipment, the budget, because JC was saying, oh, now I can make videos because I'm going to get this camera and there's this uh, studio that has great lighting and I'm going to get some mics and I'm going to get everything. I'm ready to do this. I didn't have that before, so I couldn't do it before because I didn't have the equipment. But as you can see, it doesn't matter what your budget is. It doesn't matter what you have. What matters is the quality of the content. So if the content is good, people will watch it. Another example I give is if the next Star Wars movie is six and a half hours long, we're all going to go watch it. At the same time, I've seen TikTok videos that are 20 seconds and I can't, I, I skip them. Like I, I can't get through it. I watch the first four seconds and it's stupid and I move on. 
So it's very important, guys, very important to not fall into this trap of being a perfectionist or perfectionism and try to paint it as a positive trait. It's not. It's not a positive thing. It's not a good thing. It's not something that you should be proud of. It's not something that you should tell people you are because you look stupid. It's not. Now, there's a difference between being somebody who wants to do good work. That's everybody, right? Like everyone wants to do good work. Everybody wants to, you know, have quality stuff. Nobody starts making videos saying, oh, I'm my plan is to make the worst video of all time. I mean, nobody. So when you talk about being somebody who wants to do good work, congratulations. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like pat you on the back because you want to do good work? That's everybody. That's everybody. The difference is the people that get started and the people that don't get started. So if you take two people, one is less talented, but has a lot of initiative and gets started. The other is really talented, but never starts because they're always getting ready. Who's going to win in the end? The aggressive one with a little bit less talent, less maybe natural capabilities. But what I've learned is that the most valuable uh, lessons that you will learn in entrepreneurship and content making and relationships, whatever is by doing is by jumping in, right? I learned, or I'm learning how to be a good husband by being a husband, not by reading books on being a husband. I learned how to be a decent podcaster by doing a lot of podcasts. I've done over 500 episodes across all my podcasts not by reading about how to be a podcaster. That's not how, that's not what happened. So guys, in conclusion, I would like you to think about that goal that you have, whatever it may be. It could be a fitness goal, a financial goal, a business goal, a relationship goal, whatever. And ask yourself, are you doing the things that are going to take you there? If the answer is yes, keep going. It's only a matter of time if you're good enough. If the answer is no, though, which for a lot of people, the answer is going to be no. And be honest with yourself. Don't BS yourself. And if you BS yourself, ask somebody else. Your best friend will tell you if you're full of shit or not. So if you're full of shit and the answer is no, then ask yourself why. Seriously, ask yourself why. And when you ask yourself why, your brain is going to start trying to give you all these reasons why the answer is no. And you have to kind of separate yourself. You got to have one of those out-of-body experience, kind of like in Insidious, you got to go into the further, you know, into the further. You got to go into the further and see yourself and those excuses and see if they're legit. In most cases, they're not legit. It's just insecurity that is really holding you back. So if that's the case, you, you got to fight that. You got to fight that. And the way to fight it is just to start, literally just start, just do something and learn along the way because there's so many eternal students. I know people that, oh my God, even as, especially as agents, they go to every conference, they read every book, they go to every seminar, they sign up for every friggin' e-course mastermind. And they're always posting about all the stuff that they're learning and they don't do anything. Their numbers are still horrible. Why? I ask myself, why, how does that happen? Because they're insecure. And they're playing it off as a perfectionist. So don't be a perfectionist. It's stupid. Till next time.